Are you good enough to become a professional photographer? That's what we'll talk about today on episode 37 of Photographers on Brand. You're listening to Photographers on Brand, conversations for photographers who want to use personal branding to tell your unique story, find your ideal clients, and sell with confidence. Hi, I'm Linford Morton, but you can call me Lynn. I'm a lifelong photographer, professional marketing and PR guy, and personal branding coach. And I believe that you can use personal branding to build a competition-proof photography business, one that gives you purpose, passion, and profits. Let's talk about it. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Photographers on Brand. My name's Linford Morton, and of course, you can call me Lynn, and I'm so glad to be talking with you today. I'm glad to be back. I've been gone for a few weeks. I spent a week on vacation, actually. I went back to the the island of St. Thomas, St. Thomas in the USVI. That's where I grew up, and I got to take my wife back there and show her a lot of the area where I grew up and, uh, you know, get back and see some of my old stomping ground. So that was a lot of fun. And then this was also, this also coincided with our, our wedding anniversary. And so she scheduled a, a photo shoot for us. And so, you know, it's always fun for a photographer to be on the front side of the lens. And so we scheduled a photo shoot down at one of the beaches and, uh, there was a, a photographer who was recommended to me by a friend of the family, and it was very good. You know, he was a young guy, um, and uh, he took us down there, and we did a, 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 a fun shoot, got us to relax and uh, get some good images. And so um, that was a, an, another fun experience. It's, it's always good to, and I don't know about you, but when I'm, being photographed, I'm taking note of everything that they are doing in their workflow and how they're working with us and how they're, you know, how they're shooting. And I'm, I'm taking mental notes as while I'm pretending not to care <laughs> because that's what we do. In any event, back now, and I'm ready for this stretch that we will take to through the end of the year. We're going to go into, you know, the fourth quarter pretty soon. And, uh, and, and boy, that's, this is going to be a fun final stretch. I've got a lot of good things planned for us. But today, what we'll talk about is how do you know that you're good enough or ready to become pro? It's interesting. It's one of the questions I got asked so frequently when I taught workshops regularly, photography workshops regularly. That and, you know, what lens should I buy next? But can I go pro yet? And am I ready to go pro is uh, one of the things people wonder. And, and there, I guess there are two sides of that coin. There's someone wondering, should I go pro? And then there are people who are ready, who just can't acknowledge it in themselves and they can't see it. And so 
for both, what I what I'd like to do today is just offer some things to think about so that you know that you're ready. And so we'll talk about that today on episode 37. Are you good enough to become a professional photographer? We'll answer that question next. You know, this is the best time to launch a business. Seriously. With today's technology, you can do just about every essential function from a cloud-based service or a phone app. Now, with that technology and that kind of access, you can also waste a lot of time and money using products that don't work as advertised or picking the wrong one when there's a more efficient option for you. Here's how I can help you. I have tested just about every app in every major category, and I created a guide to help you pick the major players in each service and know then which one is best for you and which one can provide you the best value. Now, in addition to going through and saying listing each of them and which ones might provide the best value, I also, because I've used most of them, can tell you which one I think was the best and which one I'm currently using. So I think this can be helpful for you. So if you are now searching for technology to help you launch or run your business, don't waste any more time and money trying to build your business with the wrong tools for the job. Go get my Tech Whisperer for Creatives guide, and you can find it at Tech for Creatives. Tech, T-E-C-H, for, F-O-R, creatives.com, and download the free guide. It's about 12 pages of really good information to help you pick the right technology for your business. All right? Techforcreatives.com. Go get it now. Sarah never thought she was ready to go pro with her photography. And it seems so obvious to me that she would be an amazing success if she just took the leap. But I get it. Sometimes it's hard to see these things when you're that close to them. When it's you, you might not feel like you're ready to be professional, or you might not think you have what it takes, while those of us, those of us on the outside looking in go, of course you are. You know, we worked together in the same communications department earlier in my career, and she ran the photography department, and she did photography and video, and she was so good that we all used her, and not just in my company, but other companies would come and say, can you loan her out to, to shoot for us? And they did because they charged for it, right? And so even though that wasn't their business, they saw her as a profit center. And she actually started running what would amounted to a photography business within the company. 
<laughs> and had people from all over coming and asking for her. And she was going out and, you know, bidding on the work and, you know, putting together a team and going and shooting and producing and bringing everything together. And I said, why aren't you just doing this for yourself and keeping the upside? And she goes, no, no, I don't think so. Like you're doing it now. You're practically doing everything, but she couldn't see it. And then I have the other side of the coin where I'm teaching photography and people are asking, they're chomping at the bit and they may or may not be quite ready yet. Who's to say, but they're chomping at the bit asking, how will I know when it's time? I'm ready to go. I think I can do this. How will I know that it's time? And so for both, I'd like to offer some questions because this is the way I I like to teach the, the answers, the answers are in the questions. That's the way I see it. And so there are some ways to think about it, but this is important because you have to be able at some point to know if you're ready to make the transition and, and reasonably confident about your decision when you reach it. Because after that, there's a lot of work to do when you decide that you want to go pro and a lot of good things that you will want to start working on, but you got to cross this threshold. And so I think of three questions, three, I guess, big bucket questions, if you will, that, that you, you should ask yourself. Now, should you go pro? I'll just said I'll just put out there now that, that the answer is usually subjective. There are people who I would look at their stuff and go, you're not ready, but they're out there doing work and getting paid for it. And that makes you a professional in my book. So, you know, professionals is you can do the work and you can command payment. And so, um, uh, there you go. So, but here are three things to think about. Okay. Number one, can you create good quality photos on demand and in any location? And I'll throw in, in any lighting conditions. Can you do that? Because this is going to be the base level of skill that will be required of you as a professional. And this is what will separate the amateurs from the pros. When you show up at a location that looks like crap and they say, we want to do the shoot here, you got to make the shoot happen. And it seems that I think in, it's been my experience that clients always want to shoot in the worst possible place where it's busy, it's congested, it's cramped, the light is horrible, the backgrounds are terrible, and that's where they want you to go and create your magic. And you can't use those things as an excuse to not turn in quality prod- a quality product. You know, the, it doesn't matter to them that this is not a less than ideal condition this is the condition you you have. I, I show up and, you know, they show me this space and I go, oh, dear God in heaven, do I have to shoot here? And they're like, yep, this is it. And then you got to get the lights and the lenses out and go to work. So I had a client the other day. Um, I was booking and he, he, he warned me, he goes, the location that we will have the bar mitzvah 
has horrible light. I'm just going to let you know now I'm a I'm an amateur photographer and I know that this light is going to be horrible for you. But I expect that as a professional, you'll be able to make it work, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's the answer that every client expects and that's the cl- that's the answer you have to be confident in giving as the first level of are you ready to go pro? I, 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 I once saw Joe McNally do a photo demonstration. It was in, uh, in the convention center where, and, and the lights up were just horrible. The light was hard and it was, it was a, a weird, funky color and it was just horrible. And he jokes that I have, you know, I have created, I have shot magazine covers in worse light than this, in less time than this. And, and then he proceeded to, within 10 minutes, really just blow our minds with what he could do. You don't have to be Joe McNally, but you've got to be able to turn in something very good in in less than ideal situations. I used to marvel when I worked for Canon USA, and we, you know, I worked, I got a chance to work with some really amazing photographers far, you know, much better than I I could ever dream of being and who would show up and we'd have awful places. And with two or three lights and a couple lenses, they turn it into something magnificent. Again, this is what you should be able to do. If you are going to turn pro, you've got to be able to create something that's good quality in any condition, in any lighting on demand. And that's really the first of the thresholds that you have to cut. You have to be able to 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 pass. And 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 built into this, can you create quality on demand? Is a couple of subsets. One is, do you have gear? Do you have the appropriate gear, professional gear, to make this work for you? Because one of the reasons, one of the ways you can o- overcome these obstacles is if you have, you know, good enough gear to make that work. Meaning, do you have a good DSLR? Well, you'll need two of them if you're a professional photographer. One, at least one of them has to be full frame. You, you ought to be shooting with a full frame if you're a pro, in my humble opinion. Um, and not just because I work for a camera manufacturer, but that, that was always our guidance. And I, I believe it to be true. And you'll need lenses, good lenses, good glass will separate you from the, the work that they can do, um, that their niece or nephew or cousin can shoot for them with their iPhone. Good lenses will help you. Um, separate yourself. And by that, I mean fast lenses at f2.8 or faster. And if you don't understand that, then you've got more work to do before you can become a pro. Not being snarky, just just real here. So f2.8 or faster um, on, on lenses, at least I think most photographers will have a 70 to 200 f2.8. I think every photographer ought to have one of those. Prob- and And then the the 24 to 72 8 and then some fast primes that you know depending on the genre of photography you're shooting uh the focal length will vary with that and so you you'll need gear you'll need lighting gear of course and uh, some good lighting will also be required of you good a good computer with with enough horsepower to to run photoshop and lightroom together 
And of course, you'll need those, both of those in or an equivalent editing software. And we shouldn't have to say this, but let's go ahead and go on the record that, you know, being able to shoot good quality on demand means, yes, the subject's in focus. Yes, the subject is clear and obvious. Yes, the lighting enhances the subject or creates the mood. Yes, the composition leads the viewer to the subject. Yes, the image tells a story or captures an emotion. And of all these things, all these yeses are just the minimum to get you in the door, the minimum. So so that's the first question you have to be able to answer if you're ready to go pro. Can you create good quality photos on demand in any location and in any lighting condition? And of course, good quality is subjective. Considering you have all those yeses, we always say, um, Beauty is in the eye of the check holder. So <laughs> your, your client will let you know if, if you're ready there. And then number two, can you create in a, a consistent technique or master a niche that's reflected in your port portfolio? So there are a couple things there. One, can you create in a, in a technique or in a niche that allows you to stand out and begin to build an audience of people who recognize how you are different. Now, these are things that will be important as you begin your photography business. It's not required, but you'll be successful if you can create in a consistent technique or, or master a niche, and that is reflected in your portfolio so that someone who sees your portfolio has a reasonable ex expectation of what you can produce for them. And they'll understand why, you know, why you. So let me unpack that a little bit here. So you know, they always say the riches are in the, the niches or niches. You know, we always have to have that debate. But you will begin to separate yourself and, and be more successful the more you can niche down and really narrow your focus. Because in, in this era, when everyone has a camera in their pockets, it's almost impossible for you to stand out with, so without some kind of specialization or niche. And so if you're wondering what niche is right for you, I will say start with the topics you know best and the things you enjoy most, because shoot what you love is more than just a slogan. It's something that allows you to separate yourself because when you shoot a subject that you understand the subject better than most, you can bring that, that expertise to your photography and inform your photography in a way that you might be able to stand out even more. Um, you know, a good friend of mine who loves cars, he sees cars differently than I do. I see them functionally. He sees all little, all the details. And as a photographer, he, he knows, you know, how to shoot and, and what to, to highlight people who, who photograph animals understand and who understand the animals and their behavior can anticipate what the animal will do next and, and, and thus get bet, put themselves in a position to get better sh shots. People who understand who shoot sports, who know the sport can, can, can pretty much understand where the action is likely to happen to position themselves in a place to get the best results. And so knowing 
your subject matter and being passionate about it will allow you to keep shooting when most people would, you know, tire of it, as well as allow you to approach it in a way that might be a little more informed. And so you can create a niche or a specialization that will allow you to stand out from everyone else. That will be helpful. And and when that's reflected in your portfolio and on your then then and someone looks at it, they can tell that, okay, here is someone who has mastered this. And this will will not only help you stand out, but it will help you when it's time to go and start to market yourself because you will have uh, not just a, a great approach, but you will be able to define your audience so much easier. And that leads me to the third thing that you will want to to know if you are thinking about if you're ready to go pro. If you can shoot and if you can shoot in a in a specific niche or or with a a, a, a specialization, then do you know how to reach the audience who would want to buy that kind of photography? That's number three. And this is just in a practical sense because you don't have a, you're not a, you don't have a, you're not a pro unless you're selling and you're not selling unless you have customers or have an audience. And to have an audience, you got to know where to find them and, and how to reach them and, you know, consistently cultivate them. And all of these things work together. So if you are a photographer and you, Hey, I love to shoot food and uh, I, I'm pretty good with the food and I know where the, the restaurant owners are and, or the foodies. You're on your way to becoming a pro because you have, you know, some of the important ingredients that you'll need. I, I don't believe it's just about knowing how to press a button. I think in this day and age, you have to be a little more sophisticated about it. And so do you know the audience? So assuming that whatever your specialization is something for which you you know have a passion and whatever the 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 community is that that's built around that you're a constituent of that community then it should be easy for you to begin to build an audience and i would i would become active in a community like that sharing and helping and and showing my my work and and building my audience there because when it's time for you to go pro, these are the people who will be your first, you know, customers and benefactors. Yeah, you know, the people who 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 know, like, and trust and who love you um, based on what you all have in common. In marketing, we call it affinity marketing. Like you are a member of a group and you have that in common. And so there's that base level of trust built in. So do you have an audience? This is number three. Um, that you know what that you know how to reach and that you can build relationships with who would be interested in buying what you have to sell when i when i first left my my professional communications job more than 10 years ago i'd been a, a professional marketing pr guy in the defense industry and so my first photography um, approach was to go back to them and make them my customers. And so knowing what we all had in common and knowing the kind of images they wanted, I went back there and started 
pitching them. And uh, that's where I got my first clients by going back to the audience that because I understood them and I knew what they wanted having just sat in that seat and uh, we had something in common so that it, it made it easier for those first sales to happen. And so, so there you have three things that if you're asking yourself, if you're ready to go pro, meaning, am I ready to make a business out of this? Not just a hobby when I, and, and doing it occasionally and I'm not caring. If you're really seriously thinking about, can I make a business out of this? Then these are the three questions you've got to ask yourself and be honest. Like, can I, you know, can I create on demand and in any condition? And can I do it consistently? And can I create um, in a way that is, can I create images in a, in a area of specialty or niche that I can go, re- you know, really go deep on? And then can I find the people who would be interested, most interested in purchasing that kind of photography? Now, if, if you can get three good answers from those three questions, I think you're on your way to being ready to not just go professional, but to build a business around your photography. And congratulations, that's just the beginning. Then you've got the real work ahead. But at least you know, now you're ready. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Photographers on Brand and talking about whether or not you're ready to go pro. Now, we'll continue down this road and we'll talk about some of the things you'll need to do next in some coming episodes. But for now, uh, I want you to think about that. And then whatever your answer is, let me know. Photographers on Brand, that's where you find me both on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can just shoot me an email, lynn at lynnmorton.com. Love to hear from you to hear what you came up with and what challenges you saw ahead of you as you think about going, uh, taking your, your photography pro and starting a photography business. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you again next week. You have a great weekend. I will talk with you later. Take care. <music>